0: How's everybody doing? We're back again doing a new set of podcasts um, on Iran with the World Cup qualifier coming on and the road to Russia World Cup 2018. Today, unfortunately, Sina and Young couldn't join it, but um, we're back again with the great Bobak Gordiz and Pejman Pars. How are you guys doing? We're good. Hi,
1: guys.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Um, and the first, the three topic points we want to talk about is Iran's 23-man um, list that Katoch picked out um talking about the aftermath of the Uzbekistan game and our first World Cup qualifier game against Turkmenistan that's going to be happening on June 16th which is on a Tuesday so to start off the bat with our team medley camp um going to start off with you um Pejman is what are your thoughts on the 23 man list that Katerosh has set out for our qualifier match and for the Uzbekistan game uh, uh, I think
2: it's uh, it's filled with surprises actually we have a lot of uh, young inexperienced players that uh, never have played in a national team uh, or uh, those who have doesn't have, don't, they don't have that many caps so uh, it's it's interesting to see that uh, this is a, a, a squad not only for uh, Turkmenistan game but you know for the coming years uh, for the future basically so we have a lot of players which, uh, which we don't really know quite well uh, by but uh, by seeing them in the national team or in the, at the club level, but uh, we'll see what uh, Karras can do with them. Uh, he, I I like that he's uh, he's uh, he's not afraid to use to to take out players who are young uh, because we really have an aging squad. So let's see what uh, players like uh, Mohammad Irayan, uh, even as Atoli.
1: Yeah, I agree with Pejman. I think uh, it was bound to happen, and I was expecting some fresh blood. and uh, I was a bit surprised with uh, Ezat Olai's inclusion, although during one of our last pods, I did mention I see him as potentially the heir to Javad Nekunam, but... uh, I expected him to be playing a little bit more regularly at a higher level in Europe before that happened. But uh, the fact that he's called him up suggests that he's earmarked him potentially as that number six uh, deep-lying playmaker role with on uh, the new captain ahead of him. Overall, I think uh, I was a bit surprised to still see fringe players like Kosojeda, he's still there but uh, he would probably wanted to have a few experienced squad members to let these youngsters uh, let's say settle in a little bit faster and feel that feel that aura around them so i think it was a good uh, a good 23 man squad there's a potential that 5 6 of them could uh, go out and another 5 6 come in from the youngsters but that's good it tells all the young players in iran that uh, you have a chance if you
0: prove yourself and looking still at this list, Bob, like, do you see any notable players that caught your attention that, um you know, that potentially that you're like, wow, I appreciate Karish for inviting him. It's been a while. he They haven't played. Or is anybody on this list that you don't agree with why Karish brought him on in the first place? Or there should have been better replacements? Well, it's, it's
1: a little bit uh, harsh after one game or just seeing a list to try to say, well, this was a mistake or this was a great uh, this was a great selection. But I think overall, the fact that he's bringing some people in, it highlights his, let's say, his vision for 2018. Because like we discussed before, key players like Masoud, Ashkan Dejava, Gucci, he is a key player, whether we rate him as a starting lineup player or not. Montezeri, Hosseini, these guys are all going to be well on the wrong side of 30 at 2018. So you have to build a new spine to the team. You see Haisafi at left back. That could potentially s- tell you that he's going to be playing in that role quite quite often. You have Taimurian in the middle. He's going to be 35 at the World Cup. Um, I see Kanani, the fact that he played him on his debut. I can see him playing a little bit more, maybe with poor Aliganji. Maybe poor Aliganji would move a little bit more into central midfield as well. Uh, Amiri on the left-wing side, surprisingly, he's actually 27 years old, so he's going to be 30 at the time of the World Cup. So that tells us a bit about Torabi's inclusion. Ezad Solahi, like we said, central midfield, this guy could be with Team Meli for the next 15 years if everything goes well. And up front, of course, Osmond wasn't, let's say... uh, match fit or ready as he arrived late with the squad so he didn't start but we, we have a good spine of youngsters right now I think and I feel far more comfortable uh, than I did two years ago uh, before the World Cup thinking that this side needs a complete uh, revamp.
0: What are your thoughts Peshwan?
1: Uh,
2: being said I mean this 23 player list uh, still don't have any players from Naft Tehran and Zobahan due to the Hasli Cup final Uh, we also um, are missing Jahan Jahan Baksh and uh, Bejara so uh, there's still uh, uh, a lot of players that uh, will be able to play in the national team. Uh, these 22 players and t- those who will play against uh, Turkmenistan, it's basically their their golden opportunity to let in know that they are good enough for the national team. Um, we have exciting players in, uh, in Naft uh, and and also in Zobahan uh, who can be be crucial. And jahan is is getting closer and closer to us. First, play at uh, a place in the first uh, starting 11. Uh, he has been done, done great in uh, Nechneim again, and uh, surely uh, K. Walsh will find uh, a good position for him, a good uh, role for him, because he's not established in the national team the way that he's done in the club team. So, I think that uh, we'll have a young,
0: interesting squad now for the couple of years coming ahead of us. Thank you. And um, my final question before we move on to talk about the Uzbekistan game, starting again with you, Bobak, is looking at these youngsters, or, you know, you could say t- 23, 24 even, not typically considered youngsters anymore, but do you see them, they could get rid of the Deadwood and be a good replacement? As you said about Saeeda that it could be a future replacement for Javad Nekom. But time will tell that. Is there any other player that you see could be a future, um, you know, representative of our team?
1: Well, uh, again, it's a bit too early to pass like concrete judgments on a lot of these players since some of them didn't, hadn't even played for Team Melli before this uh, game. But I can see, uh, looking just looking right now in a very casual way at 2018, you can have a lineup where it's on Vand or Heydari in goal. You'll have Haj on left side. You'll have Purali Ganji with potentially Montazeri, even though he'll be 33, 34. You have Gafuri, who would be 30 at the time. Ezat let's say, maybe, uh, with Taymurian who could be 35, or Omid Ebrahimi, potentially entering the middle. Then you have Jahan Bakhsh, you have Dejara, you will have uh, a replacement for Masoud Shahjai, which is pretty key right now. We really don't see who is going to take his... Yeah, so one option would be to potentially move Ashkan Dejara as he loses some pace towards the middle to replace Shahjai, and maybe Amiri would be playing on the left side and Azmoon up front. But whatever happens between now and then, I'm pretty sure there's going to be some changes to these predictions at this point.
0: So guys, thank you. And um, before we get on to the Uzbekistan game, I'm just going to read out the lineup just in case for our viewers. Is um, In goal was Hayri, right back was Rafuri uh, Our two center backs were Montazer and Kanani, left back Haj Safi. In the middle was Ezatolay and Taymourian. Then there's going to be a little bit of debate saying that where Shojan Tarami played, but just based off of this lineup, it says Shojaiz was right wing, Tarami was in the middle, and I mean left wing and Gucci up front. Starting with you, or what are your thoughts on this lineup against our friendly against Uzbekistan? Uh,
2: it was actually a stronger start up uh, than I expected due to the squad that I that I saw. I thought that uh, he was going to experiment a lot and uh, use a strong lineup for. Uh, the the Turkmenistan game uh, So I actually believe that The same squad Or at least maybe one, two changes Will be made uh, For the Turkmenistan game I can't see that many changes Now because There are too many Uh uh, so-called strong players or experienced players that that will play from the start. Maybe Osmond now that uh, he have a game uh, behind him with national team and he's he's ready. Maybe he will get a starting place. Uh, I doubt it. If Ezatollahi actually will get a place, uh, a starting place uh, for Turkmenistan, but uh, then again, I don't know who will really replace him. Uh, maybe Ibrahimy from Estrela. Uh, uh, it, it's it's uh, interesting. It's really really difficult to predict a uh, Irish lineup. I've been wrong the, the the past four years, and I'm sure I'll be be, be wrong again. Uh, but uh, I, I liked the substitutions that he made. Uh, he wasn't afraid, despite uh, it having some pressure, not that much, but. Uh, both teams were able to, to score a goal. He he was not not, not afraid to um, bring in the young, inexperienced players. If I'm not mistaken, six players made their uh, international debut against uh, Uzbekistan, which is a good, strong team in uh, in Asia, uh, among top five, in my opinion. So, uh, kudos to him. Malik,
0: well, what are your thoughts on the lineup?
1: Like Pejman said, I think uh, it was, let's say, brave. uh, The fact that he gave some younger players a debut against one of the best sides in Asia, probably the one side in Asia which has disappointed and just fell below its potential over the last 20 years. And we're all waiting for Uzbekistan to really explode onto the scene. And uh, the fact that he gave debuts in key positions like central midfield, centre-back... Uh, This was also important. Kanani, making his debut, gives us an insight into who could potentially replace Jalal Hosseini or Pejwan Montesri. Neither of them are spring chickens anymore. And then in central midfield, uh, as Pejwan said, we don't have a natural replacement for Nekunam. As much as we love or hate his performances in the recent years, he has been a heart and soul of the national team for over a decade. So replacing him is going to be difficult. Uh, Ibrahim, for me, is a little bit similar to Temurian. I'm not sure he's got that playmaking ability could Masoud Chojay potentially drop a little bit deeper I'm not sure he has his defensive side of the game so I would probably predict that there's a good chance that Ezzet Olay will start against uh, Turkmenistan especially after the result that the Turkmenistani side had against Guam which was a major upset
0: Thank you. you know looking back at this game we won 1-0 but you know, to be honest, with the performance-wise, it felt like we were gonna lose at any moment. With um, and we got pretty lucky. So just coming back to you again, Page One is, how do you feel like we played overall? Because uh, for me, it was a big bit of a disappointment with the way we played
2: against Uzbekistan. Yes. Um, well, it's it's hard to to know how Iran gonna play because we know they were supposed to have a training camp in Turkey, which got cancelled. I don't know how many. Camps we have been cancelled, so uh, the preparations were kind of bad. They had some problems uh, uh, in the in the airport, not being able to, to fly. Uh, all these things do matter for a good preparation. This was the first game since uh, the friendly against Sweden in the first 31st of uh, of March. So it's it's been a long uh, uh, long wait uh, and. Uh, it's uh, some players are kind of tired from a long uh, league and also the champions League in, in, in Europe in Iran sorry uh, so with these friendlies it's it's hard to expect a good game uh, we have to look how do they do their- yeah, uh, we have to see how do the players that uh, are in the starting lineup. How do they use uh, that the opportunity that they got? So, uh, players like, uh, uh, Kalani, as we said, and also Amiri. Uh, he's not a certain player in the starting eleven, but uh, he's been taking his chances. How do these players respond to friendly games? For them, it's not a friendly game. For them, it's opportunity to. To actually be a part of the starting eleven or part of the rooster of the uh, twenty-three players, uh, so that's why we have to see these games in a in a in a different way than than actually a, a friendly, because let's face it, uh, friendlies uh, usually aren't that entertaining to watch, uh, especially in the second half uh, during to all the substitutions. Uh, with that being said, I'm glad that we once again managed to win a game which we maybe didn't really deserve to win, but it's important for the morale and for your self-confidence to to not give up and score in the 93rd minutes and have a clean sheet uh, against a strong side like Uzbekistan. That's something that you will remember from these games, and that's something that will build a strong mentality. Uh, So that's something that these young players, uh, and also Karosz, Will
1: have, will benefit from.
0: But Mike, what did you make out of our performance? Uh,
1: well, I agree with Pejman. I really don't think we should put too much on a performance in a friendly game, let alone one which is, which features a number of debuts after almost three months since the last time we played the game. <laughs> I'm more interested in seeing some youngsters and how they handle the pressure and the opportunity, as uh, Pejman put it. So, someone like Amiri, we we see him almost as a seasoned player for us, but he's only had his debut just about six months ago, and yet he's playing more and more regularly, and he's doing it pretty well right now. Gucci wants to restake his claim for a starting lineup place. Uh, Then you have Kanani in centre-back playing with Monteseri, a combination that has never played before. You have a new central midfield. You have an Iran that's playing without Nekunam for the first time in recent memory. You have uh, quite a few changes. So for me, performance, I agree with you, Pasha. Maybe it was disappointing, uh, but we got the result, and it, follow, it follows the same trend that we've had against Uzbekistan in recent years. So the fact that the team kept on going and carved out opportunities uh, to hit the winner in the 90th minute and stoppage time is a good thing. That fighting spirit is something that uh, Carlos Caro's reign has been uh, characterized by.
0: You know what was interesting to me was that Kirov gave six debuts to young players, and apparently in our first time in our history in the second half we we fielded the youngest ever team, which that by itself says a lot. Is that a sign that we're going to start implementing youth and getting rid of the deadwood for World Cup twenty eighteen, or is that just Kirov's trying to see um what's 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 at stake for us? Bobak. back.
1: I think it's, uh, it's a reality of necessity more than anything else. Uh, a lot of those uh, players that you call deadwood already have been phased out a little bit. Someone like Khosrow Eydari used to be a very important starting lineup player, but he's now on the fringes, and I was actually surprised that he was still in the squad. Nekunam is out, for example. Uh, you have Ashkan Dejagah injured and out of the picture right now. You have a, center, a central defense of Montezerri and Hosseini. I really don't think they'll be starting at the World Cup even if you do make it. So a lot of those 30-plus players are now on the periphery and more towards the squad just to keep that experience around because we, we don't want to make too many changes in the qualification campaign, but gradually make some changes here and there. So I think out of necessity, K. has has to bring in these new players. And the fact that he's trying a lot of different ones, he called up almost 50 for the training camp, tells us he's got his eye and his net cast
0: very wide. Pejman. I
2: agree with Bobak, uh, K-Rush doesn't have any choice, uh, this is not something that uh, uh, we can take uh, easy on, we have to make these changes, uh, and that's why we're getting uh, players like Saidez Atoloi, a young 18-year-old player who's uh, only been in the Atletico Madrid for a short time, uh, I mean a-, a year of course, but uh, it's a-, a-, a youth team. so. Uh, we don't really have any choice we have to take uh, advantage of the of of the time that is now three years from world cup because if we made these choices uh, like a year before world cup then we will have inexperienced young players that we don't know how they would perform so these uh, these games and this this time is the right moment to implement this and make sure that the young players are uh, part of the uh,
0: team for the future I have an interesting stat that Sino sent me, it says in 11 out of 16 games, Hayri has had a clean sheet that by itself, which is pretty extraordinary do you still want him to be Iran's number one or would you give, or do you think Kato should give more chance to on Van especially if are playing against Turkmenistan, Guam and you know, other teams along the way, bye back
1: When Heidi was called up into the starting lineup on the eve of the World Cup, I think (laughs) everyone was surprised, so we didn't expect much because the last time most of us had seen him was when he was in Iran, and he was not the most, uh, let's say, confidence-inducing goalkeeper. But uh, since his debut, you have to say that he's really been solid. I don't want to say spectacular, but he's done what he's had to do. He's made the kind of saves that you expect your goalkeeper to make, and he's limited mistakes down. So I think he's earned his place in the starting lineup right now. But you can somehow feel in the back of your mind that we could potentially do better if someone comes along. Beren van has all the attributes to be a top goalkeeper. His throwing reminds you of Peter Schmeichel. So, but he needs a bit more experience. I'm not sure Kiros is the kind of person who would be disloyal to some of his players. So I think it's going to take some sort of opportunity or complete loss of form to give uh, Bayron Land a real stick to become our first Jewish goalkeeper. Pajman? Uh,
2: I don't see any reason why not to continue with Hariri. Uh, he's done what we can expect from him and he's become a better goalkeeper. And uh, His time in Portugal have done him uh, uh, great, I think, playing, although in, in In a a weak team, but playing all the games and against strong teams and having professional training makes you a good goalkeeper. And I'm also very happy that uh, we have such a replacement like uh, Beiran Land. This makes Hariri really be on his toes because uh, it's something that we have missed, really, to have a strong competition for the goalkeeping uh, position. We actually have had a weak. um, competition you know uh, choosing which one is the least bad but now uh, it seems almost like we have two decent goalkeepers that can fight for the first uh, spot and this makes Hadley be on his toes and this makes Bera want keep to continue and hopefully he will uh, play for a better club outside of Asia not in Iran because he already plays for one of the best So, and do the same trip as Hadley has done and becoming a better more professional
0: goalkeeper. Before we move on and talk about our preview against Turkmenistan, just to wrap this up, coming off with you Bob, um, who was your notable standout in this game and this person could also be your man of the match?
1: It's really difficult to say who really stood out. I mean, Taremi had a debut. He carved out a few chances. He's not he, he, he divides opinion in Iran, whether you rate him or not. He's making a big move to Kuwait right now. Then you have Taymourian making his debut as a captain. So, again, helping uh, blood in some of the youngsters. Ezra Tolai was a little bit nervous at the beginning, but he grew into the role a little bit. So, I really it's, it's difficult in a game like this to pick out one standout player uh, for me. I mean, I think overall as a team, there were some shaky moments, but we also were impressive uh, going forward. Haisafi was involved in quite a few play off the wings. There was some overlapping on both sides with Kafuri as well. So it's difficult for me to honestly pick out one player. So I would say that uh, as a team, it was a good result against
0: a good team. Pajman?
2: Uh, I really have nothing to add. I do agree. There's no, no one that stood out and made it special something. Uh, it was a decent team performance, and then nice to see Hassan uh, Haj Safi as our captain after that under-League uh left the pitch.
0: So, guys, we're going to move on and talk about the Turkmenistan game. And this is going to be our first match for the World Cup qualifiers. And something interesting about Turkmenistan is in their last five matches, they've lost four and only have one once once so that tells you a lot about the the standard they're in right now. But I'm coming off with G Pejon is how do you how do you think K Rush will line up this team? Do you think it's gonna be a mixture of youngsters with veterans or simply just he's gonna implement youth um for this match?
2: No K Rush won't underestimate uh, Turkmenistan so he will uh, have the strongest uh, eleven players uh, in his mind and that's why we'll see players such as Teymour Yansh Shoujai Safi we'll see Hariri in goal we'll see Goucha uh, and maybe Goucha and Osmoon playing uh, both at the same time uh, giving Vahid uh, some uh, some rest letting him be on the bench uh, but I'm sure that uh, a couple of young players will be playing Because they have to. We don't have that great of a squad right now or uh, that depth, so to speak. So some of the young players, surely, maybe Kanani will start again. Uh, Maybe Tarami will uh, make uh, another great substitution. Maybe Azatola will actually play from start, as we said, uh, because we're we're really missing that uh, that replacement uh, for Nekunam. So, but basically, I would think he will line up the strongest uh, team
1: that's uh, in
0: his mind. But back.
1: Yeah, I think there's not much to add on what to, on what Pejman said. Despite Turkmenistan losing against Guam and what was probably the shock of the qualification till now, I don't think Kerosh will underestimate them. I don't think he will give too many make too many changes. Uh, Poor Ali Ganji, Azmoon. I suspect they will both come back into the starting lineup. Uh, more or less, I think the rest would be our strongest lineup. So I think it's going to be a strong lineup for the game.
0: You know, talking about who do you guys want to get played, looking at our lineup, we had, I guess, Uzbek Do you think there's going to be more changes to that, like maybe one or two players in and coming in, on Bobak?
1: No, I, I really don't think there's going to be any other debuts. There's only a couple of players now on the side that are still away from a debut. I actually think that... Uh, moon will potentially come in maybe for Taremi, and then you have Ali uh, Ganji coming in for Kanani mm-hmm. otherwise more or less I can see the same lineup maybe a question mark over Izzatoloi in uh, central midfield so I, I think it's going to be a strong lineup
0: Pejman, looking at the way Turkmenistan is playing in this recent decade do you think it's going to be an easy game for us Pejman?
2: there's no such thing as an easy game anymore uh We've seen plenty of shocking results at the both World Cup qualifiers and the Euro qualifiers. Uh, I mean, the Faroe Islands beat Greece. That's unbelievable. Uh, Guam uh, beat uh, Turkmenistan. So I'm sure Turkmenistan, that we're going to beat, uh, we're going to play against now, uh, will have had a, 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 a. They learned a lesson, maybe, from Guam. Uh, with that being said. Well, uh, Turkmenistan is a team that uh, we have to beat uh, every day of the week maybe we won't beat like the, with the good old results like 8, 9, 10, 0 but we should expect a couple of goals hopefully an early goal for Iran will put the pressure off the players and make sure that they can uh, relax and take it easy because Turkmenistan will play uh, quite defensively and uh, at their home field I'm sure they're, they're more uh, used to uh, or, or they can gain from the from the crowds or just being in that environment. But I'm expecting Iran to score. If we score an early goal, then hopefully we'll score even a fifth and a sixth goal. But if we don't score an early goal, I can't see us scoring more than two goals,
1: to be honest, three at tops.
0: Bye-bye. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of share the same footballing philosophy with Peshma, and I don't think there are that many easy games anymore,
1: and the results what matters. So, as long as we get the win, um, I'm quite happy. It's just the start of a new era. Uh, we should be getting a comfortable win, but uh, people thought Turkmenistan would get a win against Guam as well, and that was a huge upset. For everyone remembers Guam from our double-digit victory over them over a decade ago. So. I think uh, an early goal like Peshman highlighted is quite important in a game like this so that the team can feel a little bit relaxed and can play a little bit more expressively. But uh, as long as we get the three points, we will be happy.
0: Thank you. And yeah, so that's, that's all we have. We're going to keep uh, bringing up the pods for the, world, for the World Cup 2018 along the way. Thank you, Bobak and Peshman, for coming on. And what's interesting is tomorrow is our first year anniversary. Um, which is quite something a year has passed since we started this project and thank you guys for all your input and um, Please subscribe to iTunes whoever listening to this and I uh, appreciate it. Thank you It's
1: always a pleasure Pasha, and it's uh, a lot of hard work went in by all the guys involved in the project and time flies I guess so uh, let's hope that we continue all the way to 2018.
0: Definitely. Thank you guys
1: Thank you, congratulations
2: to anniversary of Golbezan.